Hello and good afternoon and welcome to the latest episode of the Magicast. I'm your host Scott Monroe. Welcome to episode 217. And boy oh boy we've got an episode for you. Uh, With me today I have got two people. I have Joey in Canada. How are you? Good. How are you Scott? I'm good. Uh, Not great on a footballing sense but I'm good. Not too bad. And I've got Sam. How are we Sam? Hey man, how are you, Scott? Hi, Joey. Um, yeah, what a day I chose to be back on the show, huh? <laughs> um. <laughs> Perfect timing, Sam. Okay. Yeah. So, gents, how are we going to di- dissect this from yesterday? Because Twitter went into a war path after what me and Joey were talking about on the previous pod, where it went. It went a bit overboard after the game against Torino. It wasn't as bad as everyone was talking about. But yesterday was burn the house down from the inside, an insurance job, everyone going off off for it. Roma Roma put in a pathetic performance away in Genoa, got decimated 4-1. I don't think Rui Patricio pulled, pulled off a save. I think I know Joey. You like to look at stats. It was it was zero saves, and what I saw, uh, Roma sixteenth. Uh, it's five points from six games. They play a plucky underdog in Frosinone on on Sunday um, in the later kickoff. Joey, who's coming back? Uh, Di Francesco. And who do you want to be the next Roma coach? <laughs> Di Francesco, we gotta come back to four three three. Just have some fun, vibe with it. Why not? Uh, Season's starting to fit, anyways. No, yeah. no, it's 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 obviously a joke. I, I don't want Roma fans to have a complete meltdown listening to this. Um, as Sam, I'll start with you because you've done something on this already. Um, what were your thoughts on the horror show yesterday in Genoa? Oh man, where, where do we even start, right? Because we, when we talk about this team, let's focus on this year, right? On the first six matches of the year. Um, when we when we play against Salernitana, uh, we drop points, but you can tell, okay, this team is working on something, maybe it's missing some pieces, but there's something to work on, right? The match against Verona, we lost it. But again, a lot of people took a few positives out of that. Not many though, because we... You know, we didn't start the year very well. We dropped a lot of points. Then the, the FIFA the FIFA break happened. And then the team be the Empoli. And then we tied to Empoli. We tied to Torino, right? But the tie to Torino came in the last five minutes. I feel like the team had already done enough to win and then one individual mistake. So my point is, especially after the FIFA break and those two matches, there was a sensation that there was something to work on, right? There were some moments that the team could work on and get better. But the match against Genoa yesterday, uh, the first half, I mean, I don't know. Which, okay, so we can break this down because we always talk about, is it mentality? Is it lack of grinta? What is it? I don't think this time around it's a lack of mentality or lack of grinta. I think the team is playing with somewhat, so even the word intensity, it's so played with someone intensity. It's just they don't have any ideas. And defensively, we're not as solid as we were years before. And I think that's where everything lies. That's where the problem lies. Where, where, where is where, I think this, I think this time around, this is a Mourinho. This is the best squad he's got in what in the, in the three years that he's been here. I don't think it's, I don't 
but you can make it debatable. I don't think for me it's not debatable. This is the best squad he's had. Some people get, have even make the squad. This is the best squad we've had since the semifinal run to the Champions League when 2018, whatever it was. So, I mean, there's no excuses. I think this is all on Mourinho. What, uh, I exchanged a couple of texts, right? As soon as the match ended with the uh, the owner, one of the owners of 77 Partners, one of the sons, personal friend of mine. So as soon as the match ended, we exchanged a couple of texts. And listen, he told me a huge win for us. I mean, you guys, are, and I told him, you guys outplayed us, like physically. You guys, we have no chance. And I think that's where the problem lies. Is it physically? Because a lot of people said uh, after the... Um, uh, before the, the the what do you call the national the international break? Well, the, the international break is coming at a perfect time because you know this team needs a break to reset and come back after. I think that that international break came at a worse time because what this team needs is more minutes, more automatisms, more more minutes together because there are a lot of new pieces on the team. So I don't know. Buckle up here until the end of December. Let's not talk about Mercato. Let's not talk who can go, who, who can be here. Let's buckle up and play with what we have until December. I mean, we can break down a lot of things because we, we have problems in center back. And what are you going to do? Are you going to switch to four in the back because the lack of depth on center back at the moment? Because if you look at Primavera, I mean, the jump is too big. I mean, we are in trouble. I think we should buckle up for the next couple of months. Roller coaster ride of being an Aroma fan, isn't it? In in the twenty twenty three twenty four season, um, Joey, how about yourself? How do you feel yesterday after watching that? Uh, obviously disappointed, shocked as well. Just what a terrible performance after coming from Torino, which I thought it was pretty positive. And like Sam said, there was a mistake towards the end of the game that cost us the three points. I thought we did all right. But then we just we didn't show up in Genoa. I mean, our best player to date, and not because he's bad, shout out to him, has probably been Cristante. And I think it's a little worrying if he is your best player because I think he's a pretty good player. But if he's your best, that means your others around him aren't doing that well. And this includes the likes, of course, of Dybala, Pellegrini, and so on and so forth. So we come up to Genoa and they just they played us off the park. We don't have that defensive solidity anymore. We're not as good defensively. It'll take time for guys like Indica, which I think it was a it was a lot for him yesterday. We're obviously missing Smalling and Yorente got injured. We we don't have the same defensive solidity, even including Matic. Our I think our biggest and best talents are actually in the attack rather than the defense. Um, they should be the one leading us. But to me, this comes to preparation with Mourinho. Mourinho's never been known to be an offensive coach. But our, I think our strongest department right now is in offense with Dybala and Lukaku. But if Mourinho's specialty is defense and our best players in the attack, I just don't see this mixing very well. And I think preparation has been poor. Since the start of uh, preseason, I think it's been poor. We suffer way too many muscle injuries, and these type of muscle injuries are more, to me, are more athletic and um, and just training preparations than anything else. I don't think um, this is, you know, bad luck. It's not as if someone had an ACL tear or the injury that Dybala got last year to his ankle from Palomino. It's not any of these freak accidents. These are just muscle injuries that I think uh, that I think these Roma players haven't been well uh, trained for. And, I mean, we can keep having this tactical debate. It just 
we are not having we're not having any link up play, any build up. We only put a lot of pressure when we're down in a game, which is what we tried to do yesterday. And obviously we have zero creative ideas going forward. And we just got played off the park. Goodmanson, I mean, had a hell of a game, turned our defense inside out. Patricio can't stop a ball. Um, not saying it's a, it could be as any of his fault. It's just good goalies are are known to saving at least what could what could be a goal. They save it. He's just not saving a shot. Mourinho even said it. Every shot is going in. But that's his choosing to keep Patricio. Something that we didn't address. And it just right now it's just it's not working the way it is. And we just we just look really bad yesterday. And we need to do something to correct this or. We'll be fighting more in a relegation battle than we will in a Champions League battle. To add to what Joey said as far as preparation and the team being already physically, right? Um, if we go back a little bit, a couple months, we didn't have our summer didn't go as we planned. Remember, originally Roma had planned to go to South Asia and play, play some friendlies there, and that got scrapped last minute. And Roma made plans to go to Portugal. They scrambled to find a. They scrambled to find uh, rivals to play. I mean, friendlies. They play. Who do they play? They play. They play oh Braga. God. I know they play. Braga. They play uh, Estrella Madora, Farense, in Toulouse. I mean, they Toulouse, they got yeah. those, they got those last minutes. You know, so it was a little. It was it was it didn't go as planned the preseason, and also we didn't have the match of presentation of the team that we do every year, right? Because the Olympico was being used for other things. And that's another problem for now on in the stadium, right? So it was you. So we didn't have that match. So I mean, it, it didn't go as a regular summer would go. Let's say for Roma, they had to scramble and find 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 a, a opponents last minute. So I think that has something to do with that as well. Definitely, um, it just but we cannot seem to even against a small team, Sam, with a little bit less of preparation. I, I don't know how we can have just better results against them. I mean, look, we've won two of our last 15 matches, or is it 14? That's alarming. Yeah, that's really alarming. I know we had the Europa League final, but like we're getting to a point where enough's enough. And even our away matches, Mourinho is averaging, like I think it's one point or less than one point um, in away matches. He's won, like again, it's something very similar, like two of our last 14 or two of our last 15 I'll check the exact stat. Like we're we're very bad away, and you cannot be that for a team that wants to strive for for Champions League. I know it's always tougher to win games away, for sure. And this dates back to last season. I I cannot remember our last away win. I really cannot remember. We'll have to go back deep to last season to get our last game that we won away. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Spezia. the game we won two um, zero, I believe. Well, El Sharari scored and. Uh, Abraham had that nutmeg. That's, I think, the last away win. I cannot remember another Serie A away win. And yeah. that's, that's a long time ago. That's a extremely long time ago. So I'm just double checking that right now for you. <laughs> check, Scott. I, I think it's like I'm I'm spitballing here. I I honestly haven't checked, but the last away win I remember is Spezia, where El Sharari scored the tap in from DiBala over the Abraham knockdown. I have a good memory with Roba, and Abraham had that wonderful nutmeg where he nutmegged the defender, and then he was through on goal and he scored. That I remember it being our last away win. Well, we played against Spezia last last year in the in the last match of the season, but that was at home. From what I that can see, home. and exactly, Sam. Last so the away win was at Torino, from what I can see here, one zero. Okay, so then it was Torino. 
what date was what was the date? Uh, but, uh, uh, Easter Saturday. Yeah. So okay. So Ibarra, yes, you're right. Ibarra Ibarra a penalty. Penalty. Yeah. So that's our last away win. Yeah. We just we cannot we for a team striving for top four. That's you say the, tell the whole story. You know, regardless yeah. if it's within over two seasons. Yeah, we just cannot we just cannot win away, and and now it's like it's becoming alarming that we can't win in in general. It's just. It's frustrating, like even Salernitana, you guys mentioned, they just lost to Empoli, a, a team that is going to be relegated. So like things like that are just frustrating how we, I know it's the first game, it's just, I can understand Milan, but Verona, Salernitana, Genoa, Torino, maybe you drop one game, but you drop all of them. It's just, it's, it's becoming, it's becoming way too much. And People are starting to turn, honestly, on the coaching staff. Not just saying Mourinho, but there's obviously the full coaching staff. People are slowly starting to turn, saying, look, we need results, and they got to do something about it. The thing is, I don't think they'll do anything about it. Like, they, they should the, – the, the Friedkin should react after that Genoa game because that was horrific. But I don't think they'll do any, but anything about it, not in the short, not in the short time anyways. I, I think – they will keep Mourinho. I'm, I'm, I'm not sparking a debate here between keeping him or firing him, but you know, some people want him fired. I don't think the Freakins will do it. Uh, I don't think they'll do anything, not just yet, anyways. I think if a catastrophe happens, you know, let's say we we get one point or two points in the, the whole month of uh, October when we we have like rivals that are somewhat uh, accessible, right? Keep go- they keep coming. Then, uh, uh, okay, something. Extraordinary has to happen for him to go. I think he's going to finish at least finish out his contract. Sam, you don't think this is a catastrophe right now? You this freaking say no. their goal is to make oh, yeah. Champions League. If you go through October like this, Champions League is already over, and we're only in October. I, I, I know it sounds pessimistic. Yes, yet it, if you take the results of September and it and it goes into October, I think Champions League is over. I think a catastrophe would be for me like. Being bottom of the table, flirting with relegation, like that's catastrophe. And your mid mid table, uh, uh, five points from the Europa League, nine points from Champions. I think we're going to be there all season long, and he's going to finish the season from there. Uh, I think catastrophe. I see if we're flirting in the bottom. I think that's a catastrophe. Okay, maybe mid table. I think I don't think the freakings of anything are doing anything. I don't think I don't think what no, would be the plan to bring home. Yeah, bring, there's no, you know there's what I mean? He's going to finish out his contract. I yeah, think he's going to finish his contract in the summer. You look at it because if you go back, the free kings, they didn't have Mourinho as planned. Mourinho fell on their laps because uh, Tottenham fired them. Mm-hmm. Because Mourinho, because think, let's think about it. Let's, think, let's look at the bigger picture a little bit. Like the free kings put a lot of money on this club, right? And they've been putting a lot of money on this club for, for years since they arrived. Like, right? Can we agree on that? Mm, definitely. So, so and this is, I, I brought up this point when I first, in, in my podcast, in my Spanish podcast a couple of years, for how long is this sustainable for them to be in the losing, losing, losing? At one point, they're going to start winning, right? So their their motto, and they said it from the beginning, their way of working was like for Roma to be sustainable by themselves. Is Mourinho that coach to make to, to align with those terms? Mourinho is not a coach. Mourinho just fell on their lap. And they're trying to make the best, the, the, the best, the best, the, the best out of out of the marriage for a, as long as it lasts. That's how I see it. 
Yeah, that this is on them, right? Because they they brought in Marino, but but Sam, you can't blame him for that. You can't blame him for that. I, anybody would have no. done the same thing. Absolutely. When, it, when the opportunity arises, you have to take it because Tottenham fired them. They were, uh, you know, uh, and then they made a call, mm. and it happened to them. Because wasn't it in for most of twenty twenty one in that season when it was Fonseca, it was going to be Maurizio Sarri. Well, the Fonsecas, that those type of coaches are the coaches. And although Fonseca was not a free team, but those are the type of coaches more aligned with a philosophy of like mm. we're gonna we're gonna bring players and then we're gonna be sustainable by ourselves. We'll maybe grow our primavera a little more, get get some scouting network, bring some players, selling for a little bit more, make the club sustainable, not on the losing side, right? That's what the freaking Mourinho does not align with that philosophy at all. He just fell in their laps, and they're trying to make the best out of it. I think uh, for the look of the thing, I think year three is the last year. Oh, yeah, it's very definitely. possible. But yeah. it, again, if they want to make Champions League, something's got to happen. I'm not saying to fire him, obviously, but something's got to happen because if this continues for another month, I think we'll. I think Roma will be out of it. I'm saying if this exact res- performance lin- lingers on into October, eh, I think we'll be out of it sooner sooner than we all we all hope for. Because we we hope to battle top four, and right now we're sitting at 16th after the month of September, which nobody would have thought. You have yeah. one win in five games. No, and Mourinho put a lot of pressure on himself. I'm sorry that I keep calling you, but I, Mourinho put, because he's in the press conference, not on the last one, on the one before he said, well, let's talk in December. Well, okay, let's talk in December. Exactly. The, the one thing I didn't like that Mourinho said yesterday, um, I, 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 like the, I like how he speaks, how he conducts himself most of the time, but the one thing he said yesterday was, this is the worst start of my career, but I also took Roma to two European finals. That's kind of trying to protect a little bit of his image, mm. which I, I sort of understand, but I don't think it's necessary. To, I don't think it, that that's necessary to mention. I we know your success, but you're having a problem now, and this is what you got to fix. So he, they they got to find some way to, to fix this. And they were even blaming. Um, I saw an article once that they were blaming some of the athletic staff for. That's not a satisfying answer for the Roma fan. You leaves you wondering for the future. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And I know some blame went to some of the athletic trainers. I saw that as well, Joey. I saw that about that. Yeah. So I think it's the whole staff in general is just getting, just getting it all wrong. I I know, I know they say sometimes they only have two, three days to prepare for a team. I, I get it. But if the team is massively inferior to you, you should be having, you know, you should you should be you should be having not no trouble to beat them. I get it, but you shouldn't have put up performances like this. This is this is a no. But the trouble has been a factor, though. But the string has gets off the plane and goes to the north of Italy, Europa League. I mean, it has been a factor. We we gotta take it into consideration as a lot of traveling. No, I, I, absolutely. It just it thing is, Sam. It's it's every it's about every game that we play. Every time we play after your Europa League game, it's or even the Conference League games, we we tend we tend to struggle. In and now even with without them, before we even started Europe, we didn't even have a win. So we're, we're struggling on both ends here. That's that's the problem. And uh, you know, Genoa played like we did last. Uh, you know, uh, they played like we did on the weekend. I know they played Friday. But there should be no reason why you cannot, with Dybala Lukaku, you cannot put up a better performance than this. And it, like we said, I, I know it in context, 
Roma had Europe last season that they're focused on. But this is two wins in, I think it's 14 or 15 games. This is two wins in Serie A. This is like, if it was any other coach. Oh, yeah. I'd be sad. Yeah, would have been sacked or his head, or or Roma fans would have been calling for his head. People are slowly starting to say, like, okay, maybe it's time for them to break away. Um, whether they're fans, supporters of Mourinho or supporters of Roma that respect Mourinho, but it, I think it's becoming a lot, and I just don't want to see this linger to October because if this lingers through, uh, our hopes for our objectives are gonna really, really fade away, and mm-hmm. we won't be able to recover from it. But listen, if like I, I stay with my point, if, I, if Roma finishes seven, eight, nine, ten, he's gonna finish the season. Like he has to be like really bad, like for him to go. I think. Yeah, I. I Alberto, I'm gonna pull the plug. I, I agree with you, Sam. I, I don't think there's. Um, I know Scott. We spoke about mentioning uh, Tudor, but yeah, I just don't think anything would happen um, this Not season. Not just yet. Yeah. Yeah, I did see some uh, something earlier that accepting that guy in Roma, but that's a different. Topic. Yeah, well, he's ex he's ex Juve. Uh, there's talks about Thiago Motta for next season. That I if for next season that I'd be okay. I like what he does in Bologna. If yeah, we mm. want to stick smart to guy, smart player, he was very smart, smart player. player. Did well, um, did really well when he came in last season after the sad death of Sinisa Mihailovic. I know he came in just before Mihailovic died. Um, uh, after he got sacked at Bologna, he's done an amazing job. I, I think he's very well thought of by some of the guys who may be a bit higher up in, in Serie A, like at your Milan's, your Inters and Etau, I think. I think PSG may be he looking... He's a profile of a young, young and up-and-coming yeah. coach, yeah. Yeah. Um, while you guys have been talking as well, I've been looking at Jose Mourinho's Serie A uh, record with Roma and his points-to-game record. It's not as bad as everyone thinks it is. It's... 82 games, 37 wins, 20 draws, 25 defeats, 131 points. So he averages uh, 1.6 points per game. That's not bad. It's just that this form since um, April 24th, where it's one, two, it's it's two wins. And that was against Spezia and Empoli, and it's out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Fourteen, yeah, yeah. And, and they're two relegation teams, right? So it's not like we, you know, we shocked anybody by beating a team that we're not supposed to. It's it's teams we should have beaten, and it's only them two teams that are team that was relegated in Spezia and a team that will be relegated in most likely in Empoli. So. It's just Scott. His his average of points wasn't uh, wasn't bad, but to me, that's still not good enough to make top four. And that's yeah. what's been our objective for years now is to make back Champions League. It's just it's not good enough. Whether you're focusing on the the, the trophy or not, it's not good enough. I'm not saying he's always had the team to make top four. I get it. I think this year. He can be close enough, but not not where we are right now. And we should be playing better with the talent we have. We honestly should be playing better. Uh, I hate to say it. I'm, I'm going to be blunt about it. Just our tactical preparation is just completely out the window. It's, it's not existent. To me, throwing a ball up to Lukaku like you did to Abraham 
whatever the case is, it's just not something that we should prepare. We should prepare on how to actually build. We you actually have, have players the that strength can do it. of the guy. Strength of Luca. Play to his strength. As soon as you play to his strength the other day, he had a goal. Granted, he was an offside. But I let you play. You play to his strength. Give him the ball. Let him turn. Let him use his, 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 his all his force. You know to come come at you and shoot. You know, let's not give him those long, long balls and put him on the corner. You know, the, and and that goes to Mourinho. I think that right now, I right now the problems of Mourinho. I don't think I don't even think is I don't like I said it earlier. I don't think even think it's mentality. I think the team is fighting and wanting. It's just they're out of ideas. That's right. And the ball they have been playing to Lukaku, most of them have been in the air. We've, we've had Sam, me and Scott have discussion about it. They need to be on the ground. If you're going to play it, hold it up, that ball needs to be on the ground to him, not in the air. And the other one that's been bothering me is Dybala's positioning. The guy too is deep. central, too deep. And, but too you know deep. why? Do you know why he's too deep? It's because we cannot get out of pressure without him. He feels like he need to come and make something happen. Yeah. yeah. Yes, because we cannot get out of pressure. We cannot get out of pressure. I'm sorry. I've seen teams with far, far worse quality than us. Even if we have bad wing backs, which I'll get to. I already have somebody <laughs> on my my X list now. Um, Just even, a huge point, though, Borg. If you want to p- play with three in the back, your wing backs have to be on point. Yeah, they have to be. You're attacking out to that. cliche now, but, I mean, it's true. I mean, we'll keep playing with three in the back. Absolutely. We Look, we do have a weakness at wing back. I'm just saying, talking getting out of pressure to get the ball to the final phase, even if we don't create anything with the wing back. We, we seem to have struggled to do it without Dybala dropping deep. And that's what Scott said. He's coming back too deep, and he's playing too wide. And he's doing that because we cannot get the ball further forward to him. That's a problem. Like he needs to not be, he needs to get the ball centrally and with, I don't know, like 30, 35 meters of goal and then make stuff happen. If he's dropping too deep, it's not, it's not going to work out for him. He should be closer. He should be closer to Lukaku. Scott, he was the first half and Sam too. He was the first half, but we weren't getting the ball there. So he started to drop deeper in the second half because we weren't getting the ball. And that's that to me is tactical preparation. Guys, they just don't seem to know where to be to get out of pressure. I'm sorry. I just, that's how, that's how I think it is. I, I know certain qualities don't help, but again, we don't seem to be able to play out of pressure, play it out well. And we should, we have guys who are technically better on the ball than last year um, with obviously with, um, Paredes and Llorente commanding the middle, but we still don't do a good enough. And even Indica, Indica, to me, he has less loose touches. He seems better on the ball. I know maybe he's been a bit worried, and I, I know he has a, had a rough start, but he's he's a little better on the ball than Ibanez, like at least control-wise. So I think we have the players to do it. We just, we're not doing it. And I think that's tactical preparation. So it's just not working anymore. On yesterday... Um, I saw a team bereft of ideas, imagination, no heart, no passion, no grinter. And the video that was circulating around after the final whistle, probably about an hour after the game, I, I'm, I'll be, I'm with, with the fans. They've traveled to Genoa in their thousands. Roma travel well up and down Italy. And they deserve 
every bit of that, the players. They were utterly awful. That's the worst I've seen them in a long while. I can take the performance on Saturday, uh, on Sunday against Torino because it was played on an awful pitch. Um, you had the, the result in, in Romania three days prior and I had the, those sort I think you had about eight or nine players playing in that game or so. But yesterday was god-awful. And I've, like I've said, that if that was under a different coach, if that was under Rudy Garcia, who's now at Napoli and struggling, who's that mm-hmm. under Paolo Fonseca, who's at Lille, and he's also struggling in, in his second that season. That would be a sackable offence. Yeah, sackable offence, yeah. And also... Me and Joey have talked about this. Mourinho fans on social media now, there's a, there's some really good ones out there. They're also turning. They're also thinking, oh, something something needs to change. And I've seen some people say, he's got till Sunday. Because beware of the, the wounded animal, the wounded loopy on Sunday evening against Frosinone. It could be a completely different beast. But he's got to change something quickly because you've got three games before the international break. You've got Sunday against Frosinone. You've got Serbia. You know, Frosinone is the, the team from, from the region best ranked, yeah. the best Roman team. Yes, so you know. In the yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the third team. Technically, it's the third team of Rome, isn't it? Well, they're yeah, eighth yeah. eight on the table right now with yeah. nine points. You've got Serbia in the Europa League at home, and then you've got calorie away in Sardinia. That's three potential winnable games for the international oh, I break. I the whole month of October is potential winnable. I mean, the trip to Cagliari is tough. I think the end of the month, we have a 29th of October against Inter, Inter away. away. Yeah. That's, 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 uh, I think we got to come or there, come to that match already with a with a good amount of points in the back. I mean, October has to be oh, October has to be good for us. It, it has to. It can't be worse than what September was <laughs> or August. No, it can't be. I mean, I mean the, stupid, the stupid international break comes at that. A lot of people are going to say, come at the right time because this team is not getting results. Come at the worst time because this team needs to match us together, men us together, mm. and needs to play more. Sam's right. The only benefit I'll say is with all these injuries, it just help us recover guys quicker because now we have well, a Some of those guys go to national break. Dybala didn't go last time. I think he's, is he not going to go this time? I think he might go this time. We don't know. Yeah. I, I just meant the guys who are injured, like Llorente, Sanchez, who's always injured, uh, guys like that, like they, and Smalling too, right? It, it, like yeah, they get, yeah. They they uh they're able to recover without us playing another game because now we're for sure. right right now we're at risk. We only have two center backs, healthy ones on the roster. So again, we have a problem we're going through. So uh, I don't know what they're gonna do. It's gonna be again tough in October, and uh we just we we gotta beat you know Frosinone as well as we're doing. You gotta win that game, Cali, which. I've said this time and time again, like at the Ferrara Stadium, we struggle in Cagliari Stadium as well. Ranieri's Cagliari. Yeah, yeah, but we struggle. I, I, to me, no matter who it was in that stadium, we've always struggled. Uh, could yeah. be different this time around, let's hope, but I'm not hopeful. I mean, we cannot do well and dominate an away game. We just, we can't do it. We haven't won one since Torino. I feel like we have moments in matches, like certain moments. Oh, Roma plays certain moments. Certain moments don't get you anywhere, right? No, they don't. 
That's the problem is they just, they don't. And we don't seem to handle the pressure of playing in a way stadium very well. I mean, I, I fully, I believe in Indica and I think yesterday was just overwhelming. He crumbled yesterday. He didn't have a good game at all. It's too early, right? Yeah, it's it's a bit too early. Well, to be honest, Rattigi bullied Roma's back three yesterday and was just unplayable. Even Cristante, as versatile as he did, he didn't didn't do too well. No, he struggled against Rattigi and Goodmanson. Yeah, he did. One is very direct with his running at Goodmanson because I think when he was in Holland playing for RZ he would normally play out wide and Rotigi I think when I've seen clips of him for Tigre where he had a wonderful loan spell from Boca he was he has all the attributes to be a brilliant striker he's held at play he's going to translate it to the Italian the Italian league so fast I, I, yeah. I had my doubt you know that he was under Totis. He was under yes, Totis agency, for yeah. Long, for agency for not long, not long. Um, but yeah, uh, he's. I saw him in Tigre too. He's so promising. I just didn't know he was going to be able to translate it uh, that fast in Genoa. I didn't think he was going to go to join Genoa. I mean, seven seven partners. Those guys are putting in some money to bring in some players. They brought Malinowski too. So I mean, oh, yeah. Didn't they spend like 15 million euros on him? Yeah. On Rotegi, yes. Yeah, it's a hell yeah, of a sign. His, his goal-scoring record in Argentina for Tigre is just ridiculous. I think he scored like 30-odd goals in just like a season and a half. For them. Yeah, I know, yeah. Sam, you watch a little bit of South American football. Uh, for Yeah, for in the 2022-23 season for Tigre, Rotegi, out of 40, 48 appearances, he scored 30 goals. That's that is some like he's already got he's already got three and six for Genoa and he's already got two and four and just remember Roma were linked for, for with him for a while over the summer so were Lazio so were Inter and it, it it was it was baffling that other clubs didn't go in for him yeah I didn't think he was gonna try again he, I didn't think he was gonna make the transition that fast but good for him yeah same same here I predicted I thought he would struggle uh, but. He's doing well, and they built a bit. They built well around him. Having Goodmanson really helps, right? So he's been very creative for that team, and um, they're built. They're built pretty solid. He I mean, has four appearances for the Azzurri and two goals. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, they're a bit aging in the midfield. I mean, both uh, Badel and uh, Strowman got injured, but uh, they're they're a tricky team. And again, we struggle at that stadium against a team that you know has some decent players. And look at the results. We couldn't handle the pressure. And we just crumble. I tell you, those seven, seven, seven partners—they're not playing around. They're coming in and investing in football hard. Harvey yeah, is I've noticed they that. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Some of them. Yeah. Um, I have. I have to vent, Scott. I, I don't know when we wanted to move on, but I have. Oh, to I'll, I'll let I'll let you vent, and then we'll have listeners' questions because we got a couple sent in. Yeah, I, know. I just have to let it out. Chris is in sucks. I do <laughs> not like him. I he's already on my ex list, and I'm not. I'm not, not saying, the only one. Yeah, I'm not saying this is a an early, you know, let him give him some time. He just does nothing. Never tries to take on a man when he does, which is very little, loses it, just passes laterally or backwards. It's official after seeing that game. He just he's just terrible. I don't want to see him play. He's just awful. There was a video that Roma Rush put out, and I have you seen it? Yeah, the touch that he took. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, that was awful. that was 
dreadful. I think with him, it's just he gives you what he gives you. I think after after even six matches that you can say, yeah, listen, the thermometer is not that big, more matches, too early. But I think he gives you what he gives you. Nothing more, nothing less. Uh, he did well in Austria. Did appalling in the Premier League last season. Is struggling to adapt in in Serie A. Um, I think Roma will not take the. I don't think they'll take the op, op, obligation on him over the uh, in next summer. No, probably not. No. no. I mean, if no. At, that, at that point, you're making low risk. Right? I mean, high, it seems high risk because he's playing a lot of matches. He's being influential on the team, but financially, it's low risk, right? Yeah. Is, um, just if we want this formation to work, we gotta get these. Yeah, yeah. We gotta yeah. get these uh, these players at these positions right. He offers like we didn't have any best. money. You know, Thiago Pinto didn't have any money. I mean, we 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 said he didn't want to work winning on on Calcio, but we didn't have any money. He brought what he could. Right. The mm-hmm. only thing you can bring is players on the free, and you gotta pay them a little bit more high salary, higher salary. That's why Roma has a four high salary thing in Italy. But it's because of that you can pay a lot of money for players. So you how do you? Convince him to come, pay him a little bit more high in salary on the ones that come on free transfer, right? Absolutely, I agree. It's just again, he's he's just definitely not not the one. I mean, yeah, 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 he yeah, yeah. be a little more dynamic. What I what I know from Leeds fans is last season he only looked decent when he actually played as a center back in a back three uh, when they ran. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, he did not look good, but that that's what I, I like. I feel he has less. Um, of an offensive game than than like Yorente running down the line or Indica, and these are center backs. I, I, I he just never ever tries to take on a man. He's very conservative. If and, you start a center back on one of the three on sun, on Saturday, will you hurt a heel first? Well, maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But so I you, heard he only looked decent when he played center back. But he has the attributes for right. He's he's pretty good in the air. He's a he's obviously a strong player. I don't know how he would be tactically. But it can't be any worse than a wingback. So, I where, just, sorry, Jade. So, I didn't mean to cut you off. So, where would you stick him? Because it's either have to be the right side or the left or centre back of the back three. I probably uh, well, right to, right to the right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, they won't start him there. I, I think Chelik has been. Or Karsdor right? has to play it. Right yeah, back right now, now to me. Yeah, Scott, right now to me is the bench. I think Karsdorp is the guy you should be playing. I, I thought Karsdorp was going to start yesterday for some reason, too. Yeah, same here. And, same. He hasn't, and he hasn't seen anything. And Celic has seen one game. I think Mourinho has managed that that spot poorly. I think he's managed that extremely poorly. Christensen, to me, is the absolute worst. Uh, I mean, yeah, Celic hasn't been, He's played one game, Celic. And the game he played, he had to go up against Leao and Theo Hernandez. So, Good luck. <laughs> exactly. So, Good luck. I mean, and pray. I'm not doing great Chalik either, but that's not right. Considering Christensen, who's played about every small team, and he's lost every game besides the Empoli match. Yeah. Lost or tied. He hasn't won one. So, and Karsdor played um, um, Sheriff. Sheriff. And he actually played pretty well. And we won the away game, probably one of the more trickier away matches, which we struggled to play away, like I've been mentioning. So I don't know how Karzov just doesn't get any minutes. Before we go on to listeners' questions, if the worst was to happen and push come to shove, Jose gets sacked. Gun to your head, hand on your heart. Actually, gun to your head just sounds horrific. Hand to your heart. Who's the next Roma coach? <laughs> Can I say who's not? 
who who I don't think should be. I think it, we'll fall on the same problem. Yeah, it, it, uh, part of me doesn't want Conte because it would be the same problems. Exactly. I I think he was fantastic at Inter. I think he done well at Juventus. He did pretty well getting Spurs into that Champions League spot, and then you know started off pretty you know burn it down, burn it down. <laughs> yeah, he'll have the same he'll have the same problems here. I know I have friends who are Spurs fans and they suffered through having Mourinho's defensive football and Conte, which isn't that much different, maybe a little bit. I know he does well in the Italian game. I don't think he's for us. And I just do not want to see Conte. I'm against the signing. The signing I I want, I mean, I love the way Brighton play. I love how they are. The signing Mm. is the Zerbi. That's more of a dream, but that won't come. If it's not him, it, to me, it's got to be somebody like Mata, which I've liked playing, or that coach um, who I've actually enjoyed. I don't know how, how they're doing this year. He's the coach of uh, Sporting. Oh, um, Ruben, Ruben Amorim. Yes. Yeah, very good coach. Won the league with um, oh, 2020-21, just after COVID. Played some really nice attacking football. Did well in the Europa League last season when they beat yeah, Arsenal. Yeah, he had a brilliant game against Arsenal as well. Mm. Yeah, I've seen some glimpses. I think he might be a, a very good coach. We we need that type, right, that have a philosophy, that want to build something, um, Just and then they focus on a lot of tactical preparation. I think that's what these guys need. They have the quality. They just, they, I want a coach that focuses on tactical preparation. I think Mata has done a great job. He outplayed Juventus. I don't care if that tie happened. He should have had that penalty call. Oh. He really outplayed Juventus that game. And he's played a lot of uh, big games. Like, and he's done well, very well. Could you so, imagine three Portuguese managers back to back to back? Like Fons- uh, Fonseca, Mourinho, and Amarim. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, quotation marks, quotation marks, question mark. It is, it is, Scott. I mean, just we we want a coach who wants to be a little more. I want a coach who wants to be a little more brave, um, in my opinion. That and I just want to have like good football against. I'm sorry, against a big team. We Mm. we have not had that in a while. Even against Juventus, we scored that one completely. uh, How do I say it? Like once in a blue moon type of goal from Mancini outside the box. And then we were stuck in our own half for the rest of the, like literally the rest of the whole second half. We we're just stuck in just, you know, clenching, uh, clenching from our backsides because we're, we're worried we're going to get scored on. And like we had about 10 heart attacks that game. So I just want to see something more progressive. Like, look, seeing Sassuolo um, winning back-to-back big games against Inter and against Juventus. They want as many big games as we did in the last, uh, I think it's like two and a half years, something like over at least over three to four to 500 days. We we don't win. Our, our last big wins were, I'm talking about the big six to seven, were Inter and then, who, and then Juventus last season. We had two all-season last season and... The ones before that were Atalanta, and this year we're already started off on the wrong foot. Mm. So seeing things like that, I just you know, I'm not saying to, I'm not promote, I'm not advocating for Dionisi here, but the guy played daring football and he won two games. So I just want to sort of us to trend that way in the future. So I think Mott would be a good option. Uh, the guy from Sporting, which I'll get his name right eventually. And uh, yeah, those are the and Deserby's a dream for me. Deserby's a dream. I, I think he. 
uh, I think he'd do very well. If he gets the right players, I think he can do well in any type of league. I have two. Mine's Igor Tudor and Ivan Juric. Both have done wonderful jobs at Hellas Verona. Tudor did a brilliant job at Marseille against the juggernaut of PSG and the, they finished in the top three and got Champions League football last season, played some attractive football. Juric, I'm a massive fan, has done a brilliant job at Torino and will take that club to the next level. Sam, is it worth me asking? <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think Mourinho is leaving. Um, okay, so I don't. Okay, so because I think the freakings, regardless, are going to finish the season with him, and and then let's look at the options on the summer to see if there are more names available, mm. right? Yeah. Conte, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's a winner, right? He's a winner. He's a crier too, and he's a complainer. So I mean, you you're gonna get a lot of so matches that you're gonna play great, but when he loses, it's never gonna be his fault. So you're gonna get gotta get used to that. He's probably gonna give you some winning. And listen, he's a coach that can take you to Champions League. Is it? Is do I like him? I don't know. Borderline. I'm not so sure. Uh, Igor Tudor. I don't know, man. He's 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 surprising. Me. He's surprisingly a decent coach, right? It's just too much back. I don't know. I don't like Igor Tudor. But, uh, that's is more personal than anything else. Is it the uh, XUV? Is that yeah, I mean, remember the four zero? Yeah, the tot, yeah, Tudor, the, the beef, the whole thing with two. I don't know. But I have to get past that. Um, <laughs> and then Ivan Juric. At listen, I think he's a type of coach that would align more with what I was speaking earlier, right? Roma's philosophy of like. Roma is not the type of club that can bring a Lukaku or a Dybala or buy him. I mean, it's kind of the fail. They kind of make it work on the loan. But they're kind of more like the, like I said, again, I repeat, they want to sustain themselves, right? So I think he's more aligned. He's coach more aligned on those on those numbers. Is he a sexy coach? No, he's a decent coach. But let's see. Let's. I think it's a, it's a, we're talking that time. We're talking coaches not at the right time, I don't think. Yeah. Um, again, again, let's see. Let's let's wait it out. Let's what, what Mourinho says. Let's wait until December and see where we are. He put the pressure on himself. We'll be analyzing then. Very and true. Very true. Since Scott, before we go to the listeners' questions, if if Juric is your coach, I just want to focus on him a second. Do you think he has what it takes to take Roma to Champions League? That's a good question. Oh, well, that is a very good question. If he's backed right in the track He's a good coach. Yeah, he has the ideas and the philosophies and the style of football too. Then yeah, if he's backed, then yes. He has look his three four he plays three four three and it's an attack minded three four three. If you're Rajman say yes, he could he could do it. But Joey, okay. do you believe? To and Juric? Yes. <sighs> I'm going to say he's more of a borderline, I think. I mean, if anyone's back right, any of the coaches we mentioned, yes. Uh, I'm borderline between fourth and sixth. I'm not a surefire he's got, he could make it if he's back right. I, I I think he would fight it until the end. Would they make it or not? I'm not, that, I'm not quite sure. I'm not as confident in saying he would. No, that's fair enough. If that was just all pie in the sky because... His job is still okay, as I saw earlier on Roma Press, on John's website, that they're not going to sack him, even though I think deep down inside, um, I think his time with Roma is coming close to an end, unless something drastically happens. Um, We have listeners' questions, guys, because I did put a tweet out while I was in a coffee morning this morning at my local library, and we've got three questions. 
And there are some good questions. Um, Yasir Al-Shimi uh, says, uh, what are Roma's tactics beyond passing the ball lethargically in the back and passing hopeful long balls? I feel like I've been watching the same awful show for three years now and we are completely found out. Well, we don't have. I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I'm i with uh, the listener. There's... There's nothing else that we have. Um, I think Roma's philosophy is get the ball to Lukaku and let him bring others to play. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have much of a... Um, lately, anyways, we don't have much of a tactical preparation without that. I think we put we kind of hoof the ball forward, whether it's on the ground or in the air, and we hope Lukaku can hold off the defenders and bring others into play, and that's how we get out of pressure. I, I don't think we do it um, in other ways besides maybe uh, going out to wing backs and then maybe looking for a cross, but no, there's really, that's been the tactical, tactical way of football for a while at Roma. So, and it, obviously we know it has been working. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, at Zani Erlesmo, who has the best avatar on social media, if you do check it out, it is a sex toy on Jose's face, just covering his right eye with the testicles. Um, that is an image that could probably leave imagination to the eye. Uh, now it's pretty much confirmed that Jose won't be fired so far, at least open bracket, close bracket. Do you, do you think we can turn it around this season? If so, what would you consider consider our ceiling would be? Top seven? Top eight? At a push? Uh... I don't know if we can turn around. I'm being less and less hopeful. Uh, it, you know, by the way we're playing, and over the last 15 games, we we only managed to win two games against relegation teams. Uh, it's it's honestly, I know we said Scott last episode to you know watch after 10 games, but last night just just showed me a little earlier of what's to come. It's going to be hard to turn around. We might, we might be able to, but I'm being a little less optimistic now about it. I think if they do anything, it's going to be a little too late and we'll probably end between top six to eight. Really? Mm. That's best we can hope for right now. Six, six, six. But if you already know, let's say we're going to finish eight, seven, eight. Let's just ride it out with Mourinho. Let's not create any more chaos. And then, then, because who are you going to bring that is sexy right this second? Nobody. No, that's that's the thing. And Sam's right. There is nobody to to bring. The only thing, Sam, is it's going to look bad on the freakins. And we have to see how they respond to their own image. They said their goal was to make Champions League. Because the freak, if you're a new coach, if you're Juric, if you're, if you're Juric, you're saying, well, at least the freaking may put in if he wasn't working and then respect his contract. So let me work for these guys, you know? Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. how you want to look at it? Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. There's a lot of factors into I mean, it. Is the they want to make so top four. So yeah, yeah. it yeah, doesn't look like thing, right now. Yeah. In my head yesterday, I was thinking, just give it to De Rossi for the rest of the season. Mm. <laughs> then I thought, no, that's a quite a bad no, idea. Burn, burn that. No, no, let's save him. Let's save him a little yeah. bit. I'm ready to burn or, that bridge. Or there's a guy who's doing a really good job in the youth sector. He's a former Roma player, Alberto Aquilani. Where is he? He's in Serie B right now, right? Is it Pisa? Pisa, yeah. I don't know if I'm ready for that. I'm not ready. I'm definitely not ready. I'm hey. just waiting, ready for Di Francesco to return, make his magical <laughs> return to hey. There's always Vincenzo Montella. Mm-hmm. 
He's a coach of the Turkish national team. Well, when that burns down to the ground, which it probably will do, there's always mm-hmm. a spot. <laughs> I know, Scott, after Sunday, Frosinone will convince you for Di Francesco to return with his I, 4-3-3. I'd rather go on lunch with Piers Morgan, but I'll leave <laughs> it on that. Right. <laughs> final, final question, as I know Sam is a bit short for time. Uh, at Jalarossi Gales, uh, why was no additional defensive signing made? Free agents were available and also loans, so FFP not really an issue in that sense. It cost us yesterday. Who do you think are the real? So, who do you think are the leaders in the group? What chances can we expect to see for Sunday? I understand this season's far from over, but we need change now. He says Lorente and Indica in, Abanya's out and. We've lost Smalling and Kumbula to injury. And it's looking like Smalling is not going to be able to play uh, tomorrow as well. Yeah, he's, he's, it's quite a, a niggly injury. It may take a bit longer than expected. No, with Thin, a centre-back. They said he had chron- chronic, chronic tendon problems. So that's very worrying. But yeah, they're saying it's going to be after the break for Smalling, most likely. Or maybe, just maybe the game before the break. So I, I I don't know. It's just we we needed a fifth center back. Yeah, that's what I was, we, I was saying what we that. And we've mentioned it for many many podcasts. Marino asked for it, so it's not that part is not on him. I don't think Pinto was able to find the right profile, and maybe Cost was part of it to get a fifth center back. And then all their attention, yeah, and then all their attentions turned towards Lukaku at the end. So it's a mixture of all that. But we definitely need a fifth, especially when you play a three back now. Um, Sunday, we only have two healthy center backs. We're coming to the same problem we had last year, just a lot earlier, where we have nobody to play center back. And we're taking not by, obviously we have to do this because nobody else right now is comfortable at center back. We have to take probably, and I hate, I hate to say this, but our best player, and we're putting him back to center back. He has been one of the better box-to-box mids. So Doesn't far get a break, freaking Cristante, huh? No? Yeah. Right when he started to play a little bit better, like starting to score a nice couple of bangers, you know, play a little bit better, he gets thrown back to center back again. Exactly. And it's not, you know, people are saying like Mourinho is making a dumb decision by putting it back. I don't think he is. I don't think he has anybody else. That's the problem. Could play Chalik. Could play Chalik. Now you might have no choice. But I think Mourinho, our best player and... This is like I mentioned this pre-pod. This is part of the problem is Crisante has been doing well and I'm super happy for him. But if you have him as your best player playing the best right now, I think it's a little bit of an issue. It mm-hmm. means the rest of the team is not doing too well when he is your best player. But I'm glad for him. I really think we shouldn't change his his positioning is too valuable right now in the midfield. I really think Jose's just got to ditch three back for now and go go to a back four. We have no choice and play Cristante in the midfield. We only have two healthy center backs. It's got to be Mancini and Indica with two fullbacks, and then you got to play Cristante in the midfield. We're, that's the only that's our only way of scoring, I've noticed, besides Lukaku, you know, bowling uh, a few guys, is Cristante's late run in the box. So I want to give us more options to score goals and give us better chances to win. And then maybe towards the end, you add, you know, another defender and try to close up a game. But right now, I don't think he should be putting Cristante as a, as a center back. But yeah, like the listener said, we don't have, we look for somebody, we don't have, this is what we got to deal with. We have two healthy center backs. 
Yeah, well, it could have been one healthy centre-back because one centre-back could have got himself sent off yesterday. That's why he got subbed off, but yes, yeah. you're absolutely right. Because he landed an elbow, which I could have seen in a WWE ring, and he was very lucky not to be sent off. And we could have been playing like with a back three on, on Sunday with Celic and Dicker and... and Cristante or Christensen et al. On the leaders part, um, I would probably say Mancini and that's it. That's your leader at the moment because other players have gone very quiet this season. Um, I don't know if you would two would agree with that. No. I do. I do. I would think with this Some player, I don't know about... The earliest player in the league, um, Gianluca Mancini. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Vocally, I don't know how Cristante has been, but on the pitch, he's he's showing to be a leader as well. Yes. But Pellegrini is just is just an absolute ghost. Just yeah, he was ghost. very quiet yesterday. Um, well, he's coming, he's coming from an injury, but true. I think if you look at the big picture again, if you zoom out and look at the big picture, I think a season and a half ago, I think the growth from, from Lorenzo kind of stole, and then the ceiling is every time looks a little bit Closer and closer, I think, with Lorenzo. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, he recovers his form and he's, he's fit. I think that's what the problem is like uh, to start with with him, right? Uh, but it's an interesting topic because he's go- he's, get- he's getting under the radar and not being a lot discussed from him. And but we need to show, we, we need to see more from him, though. I completely Absolutely. agree. Absolutely. Complete goals yesterday. Yeah, completely agree. Complete um, goals. Thank you, guys, for the questions. That pretty much wraps up the podcast. I know, Sam, you're very short for time because I know you're going out in a, in a moment. Um, guys, you can find us at lemagicast.com and find all our previous episodes on the website. You can find us on all podcast platforms, the Apple, Pod, uh, Podbean, SoundCloud, Spotify, etc., etc. Joey, thank you again f- for joining me. Thank you, Scott, and uh, it was nice uh, venting with you too as well, Sam. <laughs> yeah, and Sam, welcome back. Um, thank you for joining and thank you for bringing thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. another voice to this. Nice to meet I know you did another podcast ahead, earlier. Sorry. Yeah, but thank you again. You, so, yeah, I'm on a run. I'm on a run. I did one hour of Spanish and one hour of English podcast, so I'm going to close it up <laughs> for a day because my wife is about to, she's having it. <laughs> <laughs> have you got, have you got the uh, Thank you, guys. Thank you. You've got the stink. You've got the stink tie, have you? Oh yeah, no, I'm getting the stink text right now. So (laughs) stink look is about to be. It's about to happen. I I will wrap (laughs) this up, guys. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, chaps. Thank you very much for joining. We'll speak after the game on Sunday, probably on Monday. Um, Could it get any worse? Could it get any better? Enjoy your weekends. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.